Welcome to the Scott and Menaz podcast, episode 21, coming to you live from the city of Sarajevo, the beautiful city of Sarajevo in Bosnia. It's uh, mid-July 2022. Hi, Menaz. Hi, Scott. How are you? Doing great. We are coming towards the end, sadly, of our like, 12, 11, what is it, 12, 15 days. Um somewhat vacation although of course Menaz had work to do here at Srebrenica and some other um, th- and meetings she took here but for the most part it was vacation and um, a special one because you know we're going a little deeper into what Syria is to us and what role it could play with for us in the future um, nothing you know for sure but taking a lot of time to just being normal here in the city and try to understand what normal life is like. And uh, I know there's lots to talk about in terms of what you've been doing for work, but I want to ask you, you know, how you feel about the, like, the normalcy here for, as far as you're concerned. Well, I mean, I, I don't live here yet, um, but I've been here several times since 2016. I think I missed one year in between uh, when COVID was high in 2019. But um, I I really love the normalcy here. I mean, it's an incredibly beautiful city with amazing people, with a very deep-rooted history, starting with you know World War One, but even before that, like the Ottomans, the, the Habsburg, then World War One, the beginning of that, World War Two communism, Tito, and then, unfortunately, the genocide. And for me, that's always interesting for in a city because there's an intensity and people are aware of their history in a way that compels me to be somewhere. Um, I just loved, you know, the days that I did have off, I loved them. I was very relaxed. The weather was fantastic. The coffee, the coffee, the coffee mm-hmm. <laughs> was amazing. The food. And just walking and watching people and seeing the diversity of faith here was an incredible thing for me every time I'm here. Having the azan next to me at the mosque, listening to the Catholic church bells, seeing the Serbian Orthodox Church open, watching people in and out of the synagogue, which is also not too far from us. To me, that is real, real diversity um, in a place. I don't think I've ever seen that anywhere else. Not, I mean, U.S. has the freedom of religion, but it's not this close. And the city is small, and that's what I like about it. Um, it's small. It's not too dense. Right. Um, it's very clean. I saw a woman pick up a wrapper that fell out of her purse the other day, and I really admired that because the city is so clean. I mean, Bosnia is a very poor country, but it's a very clean, efficient, um, very functional place. Um, And it has its challenges, like most countries in the world, but it's a place where you just kind of feel like everything's easy. You can walk into a museum, you can walk into any place you want, no one questions you, there's no sense of danger uh, around you, Um, there's a sense of friendliness. Um, 
things are expensive for Bosnians here locally. For us, it wasn't because we, of course, came in with U.S. dollars. Um, and everything is accessible. I didn't miss anything um, that I would have normally in a city like, say, Karachi or even Istanbul. Uh, Istanbul is huge compared to Sarajevo, so it's a very dense, populated uh, city. I love it, too, but Sarajevo has a charm. There's a certain kind of magic about it, and I think, for me, the draw has been the diversity of faith, but also the people, and if you don't speak the language, they're very sweet, they really try in English, um, they really struggle with you because they want to communicate and welcome you to the city. And they love it when you appreciate their culture, when you appreciate um, you know, their museum or their literature, or just, if you say to them, I love Sarajevo, I think it's beautiful, their face just lights up. And they just feel so happy about that. So that's sort of, you know, how I feel about it. I got some writing done. Um, I'm a little disturbed about how much the focus is on genocide here a little bit because I always think of the future generations, but I'm not one to say what they should be doing or not. I was putting to paper some of my thoughts on the whys of <clears throat> Sarajevo, you know, meaning uh, why would someone want to live here? Why would someone love it? And uh, the first thing I noticed is that, um, you know, you look for some really interesting quotes that sort of jump off it's a jumping off point for your writing. There's really nothing interesting uh, in terms of a, a good quote for Sarajevo. Maybe that's because uh, there's too much to say. Um, but I, I think it's another reason. I, I came up with, with my own quote, which was this, which is this, is that Sarajevo is like a beautiful woman who does amazing things with leftovers. Meaning people come here not for something new, but to mm-hmm. honor memory to um, pay homage to, you know, a place that uh, has seen its ups and downs, but uh, does its best with the refugees who come here, the people who are here who have been through a lot, the leftovers, so to speak. And um, they do amazing things with the leftovers that they have, you know, Um you know, there's a lot of entropy here. You know, there's a lot of pain that still is uh, people wear on their on their sleeves. Uh, even in the the fancy malls that they have here during this last week, they go out of their way to flash big signs that say "Never forget Srebrenica." You know, I mean, so I mean, the terrors of uh, the siege and uh, the genocide are, are right here in your face. You're trying to buy, a, you know, a new shirt, <laughs> have a coffee, and it's right there. I mean, that's, I, I think that's something that's really unique in the cities of the world. Um, but in terms of uh, this city, it's very symbolic. You know, you've got like a river that runs straight through it. And it really is, it's not necessarily something that delineates haves and have nots, but it's a, symbolic of all kinds of different kinds of um, separations here, you know, separations ethnically, separations religiously, even separations economically in terms of uh, Sarajevans and money that comes from out overseas to buy 
and to build huge new apartment buildings here. But um, I don't. I, I just find this place as one of the servers when we were having a little cup of coffee said the other day. It's it's like one big neighborhood. You know, we've we've now are diving deep into the place that so we know individual neighborhoods, but the whole place was like one big neighborhood. I have often said to our people in New York, it's like one big Lower East Side. Meaning that that's a high praise. You know, it's a place that's uh, Lower East Side is one of the most interesting places in the whole state of New York. And I find that's the case here. But it has a beauty of it. You know, I'm sitting here now. It's uh, close to 10 o'clock at night and the sky is clear beautiful stars out looking I've been looking at this hillside for the last 14 days and twinkling stars and satellites and, and planes going by it's just just <laughs> I just don't I feel very inspired calming I feel very good about this place it's very you know? peaceful too from a place that had the worst siege in modern history uh the payout right now is that it's peaceful, at least for now. You can feel it, you know. But um, I was going to ask you a little bit about uh, the conferences you touched on and some of the things you did while you're here, Shabanitsa and the, the literature stuff you did, and some people you met while you were here. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll talk about one of the pers- one of the weird weird people I met. So I mean, I've been coming to Sarajevo, as I said, for quite some time, and. So this is a conference that a friend of mine used to organize and another colleague organized this year. It's really on Holocaust, genocide, culture, politics. Um, And so I attended that and saw some of my old colleagues there, which is really nice. And then the next day we left for Severnica where I co-sponsored the Post-Conflict Genocide Center, which brings in 50 students internationally and also locally to come study human rights for 14 days where I gave a workshop on religious side. And it was really, really, for me, it's inspiring because these students are mostly human rights, MA people. They're kind of my people. So they're very intrigued, interested, have really great questions. And then we went and saw an art exhibit that I met the head of the Literature and Visual Performing Arts um, director here in Sarajevo, Sheila. I met this woman, Dominika, who's from Poland, who does literature, Croatian literature. I met Hikmet uh, Karcik, who is kind of a known figure here in Sarajevo. He works at the Islamic Library. So it was really wonderful to reconnect with intellectuals and scholars that, that actually live here and also come here on a regular basis. It's a small group, and I think if I lived here, I would connect everyone and that we would become more connected and do more things together so it would be more powerful and more visible in the city. So that's sort of been my work uh, here. And I didn't get to interview many people, but I think that I got enough in terms of conversation and dialogue that I can keep writing on the genocide and keep working on my book. When I... When we, our first day here, I got a message straight from my this Facebook group that I have for Bosnia and Sarajevo in particular. Some guy who I don't know at all. I mean, he's just some from, from, someone from Facebook, and uh, he said, oh, let's have coffee. And I was like, well, that's one thing you don't 
one city anywhere, even New York, you know, right away, you drop anchor at a, a new country and ask for coffee. Anyway, a couple of days later, I, I did meet with him. He was a uh, fun guy. He's uh, a little bit older than me, out of Chicago, and he was a um, 2008 uh, refugee, if you will, economic refugee, and left the United States and really hasn't been back there um, since then. He's been all over Asia and made his way here to Europe, and he was spending quite a lot of time in uh, Croatia and ended up, um, it wasn't large on his list, but on a whim, he came to Sarajevo, and he's been here for quite a little bit of time, quite a few weeks. And um, we talked about how much we really liked it, you know. Uh, I hate to use this word, but the civility of this place, you know, it's, he was comparing it, of course, to his time in Shanghai and um, other places in China and how stressful it is to live over there uh, and also into Thailand, etc. And how he felt, and this is, I thought, an interesting quote for him. American men of certain of certain age can go to Thailand and they live out a certain kind of life. Uh, if you are familiar with the expat life, you know what I'm talking about. But he felt that coming here to the Balkans, it gave him a little more respectability. I don't, I don't know if that means anything to you guys, but uh, it was a little more normal than life at, say, Pattaya Beach in Thailand. It gave him a sense of normality, at least. And um, just on a, a fun aside, uh, a new development here in Syria even from last year, is that um, it's such a crisis with cars here and parking that the little electric scooters have become a huge thing. Huge, yeah. And everybody's having them, and he was no different. He had run into some embassy guy, and he was telling me the intricacies of this. So I guess there's just three tiers of these things. The most expensive one, if you really want to go pills and all this other stuff. And I was telling him that the delivery guys in New York have the once it could go anywhere, you know. So it was fun meeting someone of uh, my ilk, I guess. And um, we'll probably stay in touch. Um, so, you know, it's... I just, just want to say Yeah, go thing. ahead. I just feel like Sarajevo is a balance between the West and the East, where there's a lot of community and family, which I love, and people really care about each other. And then there's that coffee time and wine time and you just kind of take your time in a very European way in a coffee shop but here it's like coffee is a three hour thing and I really miss that in New York because there we're just rush 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 next meeting next item and this has been perfect for me because I am that kind of person in New York where I'm constantly onto the other thing or doing something and I just want to learn more lessons from this lifestyle and take it home no doubt I, I think I feel exactly the same way and um, who knows you know maybe maybe we, I think we're already building a future here I mean God knows how many places have we been five or six times yeah. I mean um, our, our kids are aware of our affinity for this place it's just you know it's funny when you talk about Actually, one of the most important things for me in this last time was to have a car here. 
I we didn't have a car last time. I was really frustrated, and we had a car this time, kind of a you know, over the top, exact ex, you know exact uh, extravagance. But you know, we went to Tuzla this time and um, had a good time there. The the roads in uh, Bosnia can be hazardous; they're really <laughs> windy. But for a driver who likes to drive, it was a lot of fun. Beautiful countryside, yeah, just but, stunning. But the only way to really know the neighborhoods around here is to have a car. I mean, you you could kill yourself trying to walk, walk up all these hills, you know. And driving around here can be a challenge, you know. It's narrow roads, and sometimes they're one way. And um, Rhea and I got stuck on a on a hill and had to back up and trucks and all kind of stuff. But um, with the car, you you start to understand the neighborhoods, and I have to tell you. This last week reminded me a lot of when we first were staking out New York to live. And right now, I'm like a half a cab driver in New York. I could take you anywhere you want to go. I know it all. I've driven it all, you know. But those days, I was totally in the blind, you know. I was just trying to find my way here and there. I mean, the the turnpike was seems illogical to me at that time still and, does to me and, and I, I can see people still driving around New Jersey like man I, I feel sorry for them because it was never designed right um, but I'm feeling like in that stage now where I'm learning the geography here of course it comes after time you know it, it reminds me of that time 11 years ago when we're just trying to find our way in New York so um, that's it for us on this podcast, I mean, I think we just want to leave you with the idea that we had a great time in Syriaville. By the way, the weather was amazing. <laughs> Not that you care on this podcast, but it was just perfect. I mean, this it's is the middle of, middle of July, and it's absolutely perfect every single day. Uh, there's something to be said about, even if it's 85 in the day, there's something to be said about coming down to 60, 62 at night. It just gives you a real reprieve that... And the Unfortunately, we don't have in New York, you know. And the breeze is just beautiful. I know. It's right now. It's just and even it's really even magical. when it's like eighty six and you're sitting in the shade and there's this breeze, it's a cool yeah. breeze. Yeah, there's lots of shade here and uh, just fantastic. We also saw good artwork. Remember? Yeah, tell them a little bit about that. Well, we saw these real fantastic etchings and sketches by. Bosnian local artists from 1870 to the 1930s. Um, just incredible stuff of life, ordinary life, portraits of people who were part of the National Gallery. Uh, we saw these magical mosques that still exist from the Ottoman Empire um, and statues and but the etchings were just brilliant I mean they just look like photographs they're just talented people that's right I mean even though the, the mosque that we look at every day it's from our balcony I went and took a look it's 500 years old I mean just this random mosque here it's fantastic to think about that so they really maintain the Ottoman sort of flavor and that's why this culture this city is so diverse in terms of faith because the Ottomans did believe in that um, and somehow Bosnia maintained it but unfortunately a lot of the world hasn't that's true 
So anyway, I'm going to miss Sarajevo. I love you, Sarajevo. And we'll be here next year. Inshallah, no. In my dreams, I'll think about the Azan echoing throughout the, the valley here. It's, it's going to be, Isha is about 1030. Yeah. So we're almost there. All right. See you next time. See you next time. Bye.